0: Welcome to You're Not Broken, the only podcast that combines science, medicine, and psychology to re educate your brain and help you live your best to love life. And I'm your host, Ford certified female urologist, Dr. Kasperson. Okay guys, I'm here today with Jen Mason, owner of the sex boutique, Wink Wink, and today's topic is lubrication. So I had my big, one of the things that actually got me started in doing the podcast and doing the education that I do is that in one week, two women came into my clinic and I'm a surgeon for people who don't know that, came into my clinic for pain with sex, which is a condition that I treat. And I always start with the basics and I say, I asked them, well, what lube do you use? and neither one of them used any lubrication. And I'm like, if we don't start with the basics on friction and pain, you know, we've, we've got to start with the basics. And my other thought of that was like, oh my gosh, these women had to make it all the way to a surgeon to have somebody talk to them about lube, right? Like what a bunch of missed opportunities for everybody else, including society, to tell these women that lube is incredibly normal. Not only normal, it's in the majority. The majority of people use lubrication with sex. so. That was like two in one week, and you know people were like, well, of course, but you know, certain generations didn't know about lube, and it's like, no, 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 one of these women, were, she was like 23 years old, so we can't just blame the fact on kind of generational ignorance with this. So today, I needed to dedicate a topic just to normalize lube and to talk about, like, it's an entire industry is what I always say. Like, there are multiple companies competing for your interest and attention to buy their lube. So... Jen's going to talk with us today about all the different lubes. Welcome, Jen.
1: Thank you. All right, where should we start? Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I would echo just what you said, which is that lube is really, really commonly used and super important for people's sexual experiences. So there's no judgment in using lubes at all. Why do you think people are resistant to it? I mean, I think that people are generally resistant to bringing anything into their sex lives that are um, outside of their bodies. I think sometimes it can feel like um, their bodies aren't performing good enough, or it can feel like they—it makes them feel um, vulnerable, or makes them feel self-conscious, or like their bodies are failing them. Um, when in fact, lube is—it's just an accessory, and sex toys are just accessories. And so, um, but I, but I think that you know people can feel awkward. And I also think because we're not great at communicating around sex in general, I think there's a lot of people who don't use it because it would involve having to acknowledge the sex that they're having and to actually have a conversation, which many folks are pretty uncomfortable doing. Yeah. Think about this, people.
0: Like, If you think about having a conversation with your partner about sex, think like, what's the worst thing that could happen, mm-hmm. right? And, and the worst thing probably won't happen. At best, you're going to have better sex, which is fantastic and lasts a lifetime. <laughs> so yeah. just start. And my other tips for talking to people or talking to partners about sex is don't do it like why you're naked in bed. You know, like do it when it's the when the stakes aren't so high, like maybe dressed over coffee sometime. And the other way that I tell people that to kind of bring up that conversation is, you know, use me as an excuse mm-hmm. or use Jen as an excuse of like, hey, I was listening to blah, blah, blah. And did you know that the majority of people use lube mm-hmm. or kind of like present a fact, right? To like start a conversation instead of like, I'm not having orgasms (laughs) or I don't want to have sex with you anymore. So really not making it about your partner, more of making it truly about a conversation
1: to improve
0: the quality of life. Do
1: you have any tips about talking to your partners about sex? I would definitely echo both of those things that you just said. And I also think um, framing it in a positive context. So again, not the like, uh, you know, well, my body doesn't, isn't creating lubrication or like the way we're having sex doesn't get me off or something. But like, Hey, I think it would feel really good to try this. I would, I'm really excited about trying this thing with you, whether that is lube or a toy or a positioning thing or something like that but like you know I was thinking about this and this got me really excited thinking about trying this with you can be a lot easier um, for people to hear than like well, our sex life is boring, and I don't actually get off on the way that we're doing it. So, really, framing it and, and framing it also as a we thing. So, I would love it if we tried this. I would like us to to do this thing together. So it's not like you and me, but like what can we be doing as a team, as an us, as a we, and bringing both of us along on this uh, great sexual experience.
0: I love it, and I think you know again to gender stereotypes, but any any way that a woman could have more pleasurable sex or make her more interested in sex is a win-win for the guys right so if lube is just a way for you to not have pain or to have more orgasms or just to enjoy the experience more like winner winner for the guy so i think it's it's all positive Mm -hmm. cool okay let's start with lube uh let's let's start with the basics let's start with water-based lube
1: yeah so water-based lube am i on camera here Okay, water-based lube um, is like the universal lube. You can use water-based lubes with um, with any kind of sex play, any kind of sex activity. You can um, use it for oral sex. You can use it for penetrative sex, um, and you can use it with toys of of any material. And so. Water-based lubes tend to um, be a universal lube. A couple things to know about water-based lubes: they do tend to get a little bit like tackier um, than other types of lubes, and they can they can dry out over time. So you may need to use more lube or. I recommend sometimes like having a little bit of water by the bed, and you can like dip your fingers in, and it reactivates the lube that's already on your skin. Um, but it does seep into your skin. The other thing is water-based lubes, because they do seep into your body, and you can probably talk more about the science of this, is um, they you do have to think about things like pH and the osmolality of the lubes. And so if you have a super sensitive system, um, water-based lubes can actually interact with it a little bit more than some of our other options
0: so. Awesome. I think for people who have really dry skin, so some medical conditions can make you have really dry skin, but another thing is perimenopause. And menopause, your skin down in your vulva gets very, very thinned and dried. And dry skin loves moisture, right? So it's just going to suck up that water-based lube really fast. And so a lot of people will say, well, lube doesn't work or it doesn't work long enough. It's probably because your skin's really dry Mm -hmm. and it just needs something that doesn't suck in the moisture so much. And that's where we get into the silicone lube. Yes.
1: So silicone lubes. are they're like the Porsche of lubes. They are very luxurious feeling. They are nice and velvety and thick. And they have a lot of glide and you don't have to use very much to get this really smooth, frictionless experience. They don't seep into your skin. And so you don't have the issues with um, your body absorbing it quickly like that. Silicone is also a body neutral ingredient. So um, while it seems counterintuitive, we get a lot of people who say, like, I want the one that's Best for my body, and so I want water-based um, because that you know sounds more natural. Um, it's actually counterintuitive because silicone lubes are um, less—you know—they're not going to interact with your body in the same way. Silicone is body neutral, so if you have sensitivities, silicone is the way to go. The one thing to know about it is that. Uh, silicone lubes—you generally, it's generally not advised to use them with silicone toys. So if you're using them with a toy made of silicone, um, what you want to do is do a little, a little like spot test on it to see if it's going to degrade your toy material. But otherwise, silicone lubes—if you're not using the silicone toys—it's almost always the lubes that I recommend because they just last forever, and you don't have to worry about you know kind of how it interacts with your system in that way.
0: Have you ever seen a silicone toy be degraded by silicone lube? Has somebody like brought it in and they're like, look at what my lube did to my toy? I
1: have seen ones and usually it's cheap cheaper toys, um, most generally the toys, like we spot tested um, Uber Lube, which is my go-to silicone lube and our bestseller in the store. Um, we spot tested Uber Lube on almost all of our silicone toys here and didn't actually have any bad reactions. I have seen it on cheap toys and it's usually because it's not like 100% silicone or the silicone is a really cheap silicone on the toy. Um, and it can kind of make it so it just like, It just it makes your toy feel different um than it should. But if you have a really nice silicone toy, actually you probably are okay using silicone lube with it. And I don't mean by any means to like go against what the
0: recommendations are, but like I'm a scientist, so I'm like, is this like is this a wives' tale? Or is this like I've actually
1: seen destruction? Yeah, I've actually seen toys that, that their material's not the same. But I honestly think that it um silicone lube on silicone toys is probably fine if you have like a 100% 100% silicone toy. Um, so I always just recommend spot test it and then you're probably okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay, the other thing about silicone t- uh, silicone lube is it's incredibly slippery. Mm-hmm. So like if you're using it in the shower or you're using it where you have a wet floor, like it's really slippery and you might need yes. soap and water to clean it off.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's also really hard to yeah, clean off of your floors. We had a little lube accident in the store once and I actually had to call a flooring place to be like how do I get silicone <laughs> lube off the floor? Um, because it was like an ice skating rink, I could so seen, like, shop closed today <laughs> today because of lube, lube accident. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just be really careful if you're if you have hardwood floors, you're bringing it to an Airbnb or something like that. Also, awesome. does, does silicone lube stain sheets? Uh, yes, it can okay. stain your sheets as well. So you want to be a little bit careful about that too. Cool. Yeah. OK, what else you got? So I also have um, a hybrid lube, which is a hybrid lube is mostly water, uh, mostly a water-based lube. It has a little bit of silicone in it. So if you are wanting to use it with a silicone toy and you really want to make sure there's no risk to your toy um, being ruined, a hybrid lube can be really nice because it won't ruin the toy, um, but it does have a little bit more glide than just a water-based lube. And so a lot of folks like these, if they just they don't want to have to think about it. It's like I don't want to have to be like, oh, we need to switch lubes or wash this lube off. Now you know it's like hybrid lubes are right down the middle of the road and um, and they. They um, don't get quite as tacky as a straight water-based lube, but they're not as slippery as a silicone. So. Perfect. Yep. I mean, this
0: is what I'm talking about. Like, there's an entire market for lubes. Like, somebody's like, "Let's make a hybrid lube." <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I'm like, why would they want to do that? And then I'm like, you know, what? there's plenty of lazy people who are like, ah, "I got to switch my lube." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Seriously. <laughs> so why not make a one size fits all? Right. Yep. Oh, I love it. What yeah. else do you have on your table? I also have. Um, we also. I also have a cherry um, lube, and one of the things to you know is. Is that there are um, there are a variety of lubes that have flavors to them, and some folks, for a lot of different reasons, might feel like they want to have a flavored lube. Um, you know, some people just feel like it's novel. It's like, oh, now this tastes like cherry, or now this tastes like coconut, um, and that can be kind of a fun little novelty. There are some folks that feel self-conscious about the tastes of their own body, and I think that's something to really think about and where we got those messages of why our natural tastes and smells of our body, um, why we might think that those are bad or shameful. Um, I also think that it's okay that if you feel like, you know what? That's a barrier to me enjoying pleasure is worrying about that. Flavored, scented lubes exist, and it's totally great to use those. this one is the brand Subtle, which we really love this brand. It's a little like family-owned company in Victoria, British Columbia. Can and, you spell that? Because it's not yeah, spelled like a normal yeah, it's S-U-T-I-L. And we called it Sutil for Sutil. a while before I was, duh, it's subtle. <laughs> it's subtle. Um, but what's great about this is that it has stevia in it instead of um, some other types of sugars. And stevia does not contribute in yeast production. Oh, and so so important. if you are looking at um, you know, flavored, scented lubes, getting ones with stevia in them rather than some of the other options is gonna be better for your system and not put you at so much risk of having um, certain types of infections.
0: Yeah, and for people who are you know at risk for BV or recurrent yeast infections, kind of just being mindful of the pH of some things, you might throw off your vaginal pH, so you just kind of see what works for you. Like yeah. nothing's off limits, but just say, hey, if that was uncomfortable or created a yeast infection afterwards, that might not be the right pH or you know osmolality for
1: you. Yeah, and a lot of the cheap Lubes that people are buying at maybe grocery stores and stuff—they um, tend to have the most negative effects on your system because they're not necessarily balanced in a way that your—that's—that's um, that's good for your body. And so, if you've had the experience of like buying a really kind of cheap lube um, and that didn't go well, coming going into a shop or shopping online for something that um, is a little bit you know, higher end um, and asking some questions and letting staff, like, it's really helpful for us when when people let us know what issues they've had in the past because we can help them pick out a lube. Because that's not necessarily indicative that all lubes will have that effect. Do you ship nationwide? We ship nationwide and worldwide. Oh, worldwide. I'll
0: put the links in the show notes. So if you guys want to come on hers and support women-owned small businesses, that would be super awesome. Um, Two other thoughts about lube. Number one, going back to the cheap. You know, I'm totally biased, right? Because people come and talk to me and nobody ever comes in and they're like, hey, Dr. Casperson, just wanted to let you know blah, blah, blah was great. (sighs) Right? You're usually coming to see me because things weren't great. And the cheap KY jelly, man, that's like the frickin bottom of the barrel, Yes. <laughs> like, but it's available everywhere. Like yep. somehow KY, like cornered the frickin' market on lubes in like Walgreens, Walmart, like all Rite Aid, all the places. Yep. And it's like, it's super, it, it absorbs really quickly. So it does not last very long. Um, and remember, as far as lasting long, it's a good segue. So women can take up to 30 minutes from start to orgasmic finish. So don't be in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Buy good lube.
1: Yep. Yeah, and lube can definitely, um, lube is helpful if you're like wanting to go longer and wanting to, you know, it's like some people's bodies create lubrication, but they may not create lubrication for the amount of time that they, um, you know, would need to, to have an orgasm. And so it's like lube can um, really help you to get to that point. Totally. Two thoughts I have
0: on that. The first one is um, desire arousal mismatch, Mm -hmm. right? So you can be totally turned on and be super into whatever you're doing and not have enough lubrication. That is completely normal. One of the women that came in, she was like, well, my boyfriend told me I shouldn't need to use lube. And I always say, like, I didn't tell her to break up with them, but I was like, uh, <laughs> you might want to think of expanding your thought on that. Um, so uh, arousal, desire, mismatch—that's mm-hmm. a thing. And then the other thing is, I think a lot of specifically women, mm-hmm. cisgender women, rush into penis and vagina sex way too soon before their body is ready. Mm-hmm. So what the female pelvis does to get ready for sex is it actually expands the vagina, lifts it up, and tilts it back. So your pelvis actually prepares what we call foreplay or just pleasure in general will prepare to have something put into the vagina and if you rush into that event you're going to cause pain you're not going to have enough lubrication so all these things of be mindful of that don't just slap lube on you know rushing into sex too soon
1: yeah, that's the thing. Um, you know, it's like lube is not like, okay, well, great. As long as there's now we have this bottle of lube, and that means we can have penetration anytime. It's like that doesn't take the place of preparing the body and preparing the body for penetration. It's, it's an aid in that, it's an extra, but it doesn't mean that, um, you know, penetration is on the table literally anytime now. <laughs> right. Totally. There's a. Do you have any of the CBD oils or? We have some of the CBD. We have some of the CBD lubes. Um, you know, if you wanted to get a THC lube, that um in in Washington State, you can get those at um, some of the specialty pot shops. Um, we have some of the CBD lubes. Um, that you know, some people. You know, I I'm also science based, so I'm always like, some people believe this. Um, you know, feel like the CBD and some of these other ingredients that they put into lubes can have anti-inflammatory properties, and so we do have a few of the CBD lubes. I'm interested in seeing more research about how um, those can actually uh, impact your system i saw i saw one on instagram i won't
0: name names but it was like take this lube it's a cbd lube like, take this lube put it on your clitoris and then rub clockwise and i'm like if you put anything on your clitoris and rub clockwise it would probably be a nice thing <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't know. Everywhere, but it's you know it's an industry and there's a whole bunch of different things out there and yeah. everybody might find something they like so yep. thanks for coming today and talking about lube stay tuned for a future episode where we're going to talk about sex toys Happy final podcast before the New Year's team. I'm so grateful for you guys and this podcast. We've reached over 15,000 people this year, which is incredible. I'm literally sitting in my kitchen dictating this on my phone (laughs) as I'm waiting for dinner to finish. So it's been very, very cool to see how you can podcast while still being a busy mom, wife, surgeon, and avid doer of other things. So thank you so much for your support. For the holiday spirit, if you guys would, please subscribe on wherever you're listening and then leave a review because it helps the algorithms realize what they want or need to share with other people. So if you think this is important at all and you love that I'm working in the space, I was reading this book, The Space Between... Uh, The space between Planned Parenthood and Pornhub. (laughs) It's basically like people who just want to talk about what's important to women and what everybody does, but without being overtly sexy or overtly scary. So I thought, oh yeah, I'm in the space between Planned Parenthood and Pornhub. So it's actually this huge void that is so necessary i've got big things coming in 2021 i think it's going to be a great year i actually get my vaccine at the end of next week on january 1st so the next time i talk to you will be a first podcast of 2021 i couldn't be more excited to be here with you guys thank you so much for reaching out to me and talking to me and giving me ideas Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, and happy New Year, happy Hanukkah, happy all the things. Love you guys so much. See you in the new year. Cheers.